You are now listening to the Motivational Mentors Podcast with your hosts, Luke Burrows. Touch on morning routines. I think people have to find something that works for them. And Arsenio Buck. Hey, Arsenio, let's go party. Hey, party. If someone asked me to party right now, Luke, come on. What the hell's a party? A party? A party for what? All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Motivational Mentors. And today we're joined by Lisa Pugh, all the way from London, who is a digital entrepreneur, affiliate marketer, actress. And today we are going to be talking about her personal development journey, which I'm super, super excited about. Um, But guys, are you both on the line? Yeah. Yes, sir. Lisa, great to have you on. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I'm really excited. Yeah. Those who don't know who you are, Lisa, uh, could you uh you know talk a little bit about your journey and um kind of introduce yourself a a little bit in more depth uh to of course yeah of course um okay so my name's lisa Pugh, as i've been introduced um so i am 27 i am currently based in london i've i've recently moved here um and i'm sure we'll dive into the reasons why i moved here but i am originally from Pembrokeshire in southwest Wales which most people don't know it's a very rural county um we're surrounded by mountains and beaches and it sounds like the dream um it really does but unfortunately it is very secluded so I grew up with a a very open family in a very secluded and rural place so I kind of struggled to find myself quite a bit I grew up till I think about 18 19 and then I decided to move to university and study acting um and acting's kind of been my it's been my kind of answer to everything um I was in a lot of trouble when I was a teenager um and acting saved me massively um that creative side of me and the and the fact that I could tap into other characters um and apply myself to those characters was really really fun and really interesting and I've always been like a a little bit of an entrepreneur at heart I used to always say to my mum, like, oh, I want to be a, um, have my own business and I want to be a pop star and I want to change the world. And she probably thought, oh God, okay, that's a, bit, <laughs> a little bit much for like a nine, 10 year old to say, but I always felt like I was destined to do more than just live a normal life. And um, I worked from the age of 13. I've been very, very lucky that my drive has kind of come from a very young age. Um, I'm not sure where it came from um, because my brother, cousins, they're absolutely the opposite to me. I don't really have anybody in my family, um, apart from my mum and my nan, who were very motivational and very much seeing themselves above the average and the norm, I guess. So I went through my life thinking, oh, my God, maybe I'm just strange or not normal (laughs) because a lot of my friends weren't the same as me. And I always had these high dreams and high hopes for myself. So when I moved away um, and I've never been back, I'm 27 now and I moved when I was 18 and I've never been back. I've never gone home. and even when times have got really tough and I've thought, God, it would just be easier to go home, you know, it would just be easier to go back to what feels comfortable. I just knew I was on the journey for a reason. And to kind of cut a long story short, I found personal development about four years ago. I never really knew what it was in terms of, I never really went out of my way to practice personal development and look at motivation and, and stuff like that and and self-love. And I never really knew what it meant, but I was at a point where I just needed something to kind of guide me into my journey. And I was stuck in a, in a really bad situation with um, a kind of really 
hard working job that required me to work 60, 70 hours a week while still chasing acting and still trying to teach kids drama and dance and singing all the things that I loved. And I just got stuck and I thought, oh my God, I'm losing myself a little bit here. How can I get myself back? And I I decided to join network marketing, which I think everyone knows is a little bit of a Marmite subject. You either love it or you hate it. But it wasn't for me. But what I found from that was personal development and was working on myself. And throughout this entire journey of me moving to different parts of the UK and chasing my acting dream, I found myself and I found my purpose and what I'm here to do and what I'm here for. Um, and then I guess fast forward to now, um, went to university, done the whole acting thing, got an agent and I lost my nan last year um, in July and I had a aha moment where most people would kind of go into a depression or a state of depression. I found strength in it and I decided to pack up everything and move from Cardiff in Southwest Wales where I was working a corporate job, really comfortable salary. Um, and I just moved to London with absolutely no job apart from the fact that I was on an agency registered to work with kids and everything has fallen into place. Um, I believe massively, massively in the law of attraction. And I feel like I was destined to come here. There's a reason why I'm here. And I'm now in a position where I'm at the happiest I've honestly ever been. And I think it was because I took a massive leap, you know, a really, really big leap to move here on my own with no security, no, no friends, no family, but this drive, something telling me inside just go or you won't be happy. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like a, a long introduction to, to myself. But yeah, that's me. <laughs> I mean, I have to like pass it over to Arsenia because Arsenia, you had that same calling, obviously to Australia and then to Thailand. Yeah. So you guys there um, have something in common. And so um, yeah, I find that interesting. Yeah, because I mean, right when you said you, la you lost your nom, we were talking about this in voice messages on uh, Facebook and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I remember when you said that, and then now you going from Cardiff straight into London, no job. You literally left a comfortable life. You, I mean, I'm sorry, not a comfortable life, but you had a comfortable salary at a corporate job and you just made a jump. That is probably one of the most significant jumps I've seen in a while. It's kind of like, you know, well, I mean, I've heard of it sometimes, you know, people work in the corporate job and then just getting up and leaving, leaving the country. So what made you go to London and what made you gather that strength and say, oh, I'm out of here. I'm done. Because that, that's, I mean, that's pretty mind blowing. Yeah, it was, it was a feeling I had. I was, I was working in that job for nearly a year and it was a feeling I had, like I was going into the work to work every day and putting on a smile and pretending that I was happy. And deep down when I actually got home and I was in my own space um, and I was living with one of my best friends at the time and we I spoke to her about it all the time and I was like I just feel empty like there's no fulfillment in my life like I'd stopped my acting for like the entire time I was in Cardiff and that creative part of me was missing and I really 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 missed it and I think I was losing myself like every single shift I did and every time I went into work I was I don't want to say faking it but I felt like I was faking it and I was not being myself and I was losing myself as the days went on but in my head I thought I was okay I was attending the gym a lot and I kind of found a new love for fitness and health and nutrition 
So I thought, oh, well, I've got that part of my life sorted out. So that means I'm fine. But what I actually forgot to focus on was me, like my inner self and what makes me happy. And I I think it was in um it was in July, it was like beginning of July, and everything was fine. I just had my sister-in-law, now sister-in-law's Hindu. And um three days later I get a call from my dad to say, Your nan's in hospital, she's not gonna make it. And my nan was the life of the party. She there was nothing wrong with her. She she was kind of everything that you'd want to be. Um, and she, we lost her five days later. And I can't explain the feeling that came over me of obviously hurt and grief, but weird passion and drive. And I could hear my nan in my head saying, just go for it, girl. Just, just get out of your situation. And I stepped off, um, this may sound crazy, but I stepped off a train from where I, where I'm from, South, South Wales and Pembrokeshire. I stepped off the train it's from Milford Haven to Cardiff Central. And I stepped off and I just had this weird flush of, you've got to get out. Just, just leave, just get out, just move to London. London was in my head and I don't know why. And I rang my mum and I was like, mum, I've got to go. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I've just, I've got to do something in my life. I can't stay here anymore. I've got to leave. And I spoke to my boss about it. And I just said exactly how I felt. And he was so supportive and was like, yeah, life like is for living, go and live your life. I absolutely understand, which is crazy because um, I I was so scared to talk to him, but he was so understanding and he just kind of said, I can see in you that you're you're destined for more. You you need to do this for yourself. And yes, it's not going to be easy, but weigh up your options. What's going to happen if it goes wrong? What's going to happen if it goes good? Figure out what's going to happen. And, and if the worst is that you have to come back, then that's that's really not that bad. And I just thought to myself, this is this is right for me right now. And yeah, I didn't have any any secured job. I was put on a, like I said, a, a list to work in schools, but I never had anything secured. And then on the way to London with my car packed, well, my mum and dad's car packed full, I get a call from a guy saying, hi, this is so-and-so. Um, we've got you booked in for two weeks for a school. And I was like, great, that's amazing. Like I'm on the way, I had no security. I thought maybe I'd just get a call the next couple of days. So I had security for two weeks. And then from there, the, the school kept me, um, which I never thought would happen. And I've been so lucky that it's all worked out so far. And I'm not really sure how, but I feel like because I've worked on myself, that even when stuff gets hard, I'm okay at the end of the day. Um, and there's no, in my opinion, there's no going back. I can't ever go back because I'm not a I'm not a quitter. I'm not here to to just sail through it and think if I if I don't make it then I'll just leave because that's not me. I'm not destined for that. So I made a huge decision. Yeah, it's a massive decision. I think most people make bigger decisions, but for me it was huge. Leaving security, leaving where I could go home to my family like two hours on a train at max. And now if I want to go home, it's seven hours on a coach. It is a long way to go to see my family. And yes, there are times when I'm thinking, oh my God, I've got no friends. Of course, I've got some friends, but not close friends. I've got no family. And what am I going to do? And I'm like, well, do you know what? This is a time to work on me. This is, I'm here for a reason. And I've got a lot of time to work on me. And that's what I've been doing. I've been working on me every single day. And it's not easy, but it's an incredible journey and one that I would never, ever, ever want to stop. Um, so yeah, I don't know where the drives come from, but all of what I've just said, it's come from there. And 
I just feel truly blessed to be here, honestly, in, in my life and where I am right now and having the courage to kind of say, enough is enough. I'm really not happy. I might be financially happy, but I'm not happy. And that is more important than financially for me. Um, so I kind of want to dive into what did you fi- like find in London, if that makes sense? Yeah. Um, like what did I find job wise or what did I find in general? Um, yeah, kind of in general, you know, if you had that calling to specifically to go to London, like, you know, and you moved there and everything, what was it you yeah. found? It's like there? meet the Thailand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, for me, when I was looking into um, drama skills when I was younger, London was always the place to go for acting. And um, I think that when I moved to Cardiff, I, in my head, thought, oh, yeah, I'm I'm Welsh. I'm a Welsh actress, so I'll get more work. And it never <laughs> worked out that way. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just don't know why I thought that. But when I was in Manchester, for example, I lived in Manchester for three years. I got loads of work because my unique selling point was that I sound different. I don't sound like everybody else in the Manchester accent and northern accent. I never had that. So I had a unique selling point. And then in Wales, I'm like, I'm just like everyone else. Like I just sound like everyone else. So what is my unique selling point? And I could never figure it out. And then the main thing that's drove me to London is that I'm in a better position with my acting, that I'm in a better position to meet more creative people, more people like me. Um, And if I did have an audition, which I was getting quite a lot of them, that I could just go to them and not worry about leaving the job for the day and going on a four or five hour coach up, I could literally just say, I can't come in in the morning or I can only do an afternoon shift or you know what, I can take the day off and I can go to this audition that could potentially change my life, my career. Um, And I had that option. So my biggest drive for London was knowing that I was putting myself in a better position with my acting. And that was the thing that drove me more than anything is knowing that if I'm here, I'm in a better position with my acting. So I think that was my main drive within thinking about moving to London. I'm not enjoying my life right now. Why aren't I enjoying it in Cardiff? It's because I forgot about my passion, my love for acting. Let's go to London. Let's pursue that. And I didn't think about anything else at the time, which is silly. I should have thought about get a job, get this, get that. But I just thought, oh, I just need to go. Because acting was, for me, the reason I wanted to to live. It, it gives me passion. It gives me fire. And that is the reason that I moved here because I knew I'd be in a better position. Um, so, yeah. So for those that maybe who don't know what their passion is, um, or they feel kind of you know unsure what that is for them, what what words of encouragement or advice would you give them? I would say yeah. I have a lot of friends in this situation right now, and they don't really know what direction they want to go in. And I and I get so many people messaging me on on Instagram, LinkedIn. How have you got it all figured out? How do you know what you want to do? And I just say, try things. Try things that you think you want to do. And if they make you happy and they make you smile and they give you joy and you get a sense of fulfillment from them, then maybe just pursue it and see how it goes. There's nothing wrong with trying things. I think people get so worked up on, oh, well, what if I might want to do beauty and then I try beauty and it doesn't work. Like, it's okay if it doesn't work. You've tried it because you thought that was for you. I might want to go into fitness. I've tried it. It's not for me. You might want to be an author and you might want to start writing books. Oh, that's not for me. That's okay. You're only human. You need to figure things out. And at the end of the day, my passion, I'm lucky. I was born with the passion to do something. I've always wanted to do performing arts. I've always wanted to be a performer. But if, for example, I lost that passion, I'd be okay with finding something else. 
and I'd know the, the steps I need to take. You num- number one, you need to know what makes you ha- what makes you happy, and you need to try things in order to know what makes you happy. Because you're not just going to figure it out that this life you can't just figure out what you want to do with your life. You need to try and fi- do things, go and do something that you might think you might not like, but then you might find passion and fire doing that. I've got so many friends who at this age have just changed their career because what they were doing right now didn't make them happy. And that's amazing because I think as we go through life, we develop new skills, we meet new people and we figure out that we want different things. So with that, with going into your teenage life to adult life, you're going to figure out that maybe the route you're going down, the route you followed for now isn't actually what you want. And then you need to take those steps in order to to go out there and make it happen. And you know what I found? There's so many things that are available for free online. And there's so many people who are actually willing to help you. You just need to put out to people what you want to give. And if people are willing to help you, then they will. You know, there's so many times where I've, I've even, if you go back on past statuses, I've even thought maybe makeup's for me, maybe fitness is for me. And I've even, I've gone and I've reached out to people. How can you help me? What can I do? What are the steps? And then I've taken those little bits and I've tried to make that work. And then maybe I found, well, that's not actually the route I want to take, or that that route might be what I want to take. But you need to try things. And I think that's the only bit of advice I need to give people is try something. If it makes you happy and it fulfills you and you get joy from it, then pursue it. There's nothing more. Just pursue what you love. And if you don't know what it is, try, 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 try things. Yeah, you know what, man? Just being a, a, you know, Luke, for the both of you guys and everyone who's listening, I can't remember or pinpoint an exact moment or time in my first three years of Thailand, whereas I was off purpose. Meaning it's really easy for me to say, okay, I know exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help people. I'm doing this. I'm creating courses. I'm creating this and that. And it's just so unbelievably fulfilling. But I I wish I could go back and question myself what I was doing, even initially having already came here to Thailand. Um, because again, I felt if you would have asked me in 2013, what's your purpose? I would say, what is a purpose? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In 2014, when I started going through all the hells that Thailand was throwing at me, I still didn't ask myself that. But then in 2015, it was that moment laying on my bed, listening to The Secret, and then seeing all these authors, Lisa Nichols and Bob Proctor and those people. Then I go- I put them on in on YouTube, and then I started finding all this material. And so mm-hmm. when I started looking up this material, I do believe that there are going to be certain triggers that people are going to come by probably that that has happened in their past or their present, whatever it may be. But these triggers are just going to continue leading you through. It could be a rabbit hole. I have no idea, but that's what happened with me. I didn't, I didn't wake up one morning and say, okay, I'm going to have a personal development podcast. I'm going to have an English language, but it all unraveled. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like when you first moved to London and pinpointing from the moment you first moved there until this present day, how about that transformation? Is there is there something again? You said you're a super believer in the law of attraction and everything. Like, what are some of the things you had to overcome since moving to London, um, et cetera, et cetera? I think I had to overcome um, my own pressure that I put on myself. And I know, as entrepreneurs and as as performers, we we put so much pressure on ourselves, and we kind of think that that is normal. But I had to overcome the fact that 
it's okay not to get it right all the time and not to be perfect. And I might go into a job and I mess up or I might go do a new role or take on a new course and not be perfect at that course. And I think when I came to London, I thought I had to have it all figured out. I thought I had to get the right house, the right location. I thought I had to understand how the <laughs> undergrounds work, which is just a complete minefield. I thought I had to understand um, how to work my fitness and my my health and lifestyle around my job. And I thought, and I was like, do you know what? No, it's actually okay to not have it figured out. I have created a, a daily routine for myself, but if that daily routine doesn't work out one day, I don't beat myself up about it. I don't go, well, you failed now. You might as well just give up. And you spent one day and you didn't do something with your personal development or you didn't go to the gym or you didn't eat the right thing. I stopped putting pressure on myself because pressure can make you crazy. And I've realized that so much recently that it's okay not to be perfect and it's okay not to figure it out straight away. This this is all part of my journey and I still make mistakes. That's okay. That's normal. I'm a human being. And I think the mistakes make me better. I learn from them. And the biggest thing that I've learned, because I write so much down and I plan my week out and I do all these things that I got myself into a routine. And, and then I thought, well, what if one day I don't fill in my journal or I don't fill in how I feel today on my happiness or my goals or my gratitude? Is that okay? Yeah, it actually is. It is okay. Because Number one, I know deep down in my soul what my what my goals are. I know what I'm grateful for. Yes, writing it out absolutely helps. And I, I suggest that to everybody. If you're losing yourself a bit, write down every single day your goals and your gratitude, what you're grateful for, work on yourself. But I know deep down in my soul what I'm here to do. So if one day I don't write on my gratitude wall or I don't write my goals out on my book or I don't write out how I feel or how my day has gone, that, that's okay, actually. It's okay to, to not write it out because... I know my purpose inside and that is the biggest thing I've had to overcome is the pressure and the fact that I don't have to be perfect and I don't have to figure it all out right now. That's the biggest thing I've learned from being here. When you moved to London and you thought, you know, you had to be perfect, was that your like perception of living in London, do you think? Or, or, or like, did you have that anyway, if that makes sense? Um, I've always been a little bit of a perfectionist, if I'm honest. I've always, um, I've always wanted to do everything to the best of my ability. And I do put massive amounts of pressure on myself because I just don't want to appear like I've got it wrong. And I don't want people to follow me and, and watch my social media profiles and watch me in person and think, oh, well, she seems this way, but she's got this wrong or she's got that wrong. So the pressure came from internally, like I put the pressure on myself. And I also thought moving to London, I, yeah, I think I thought I needed to, to be perfect. I needed my life to look perfect. I needed the job to be perfect, my acting roles to be perfect, everything to be perfect. And I think that ultimately it's never going to be perfect. And that pressure that I actually put on myself wasn't from anyone else or somebody telling me that, you know, when you move to London, you need to live this perfect life and appear perfect on social media and appear this and appear that. I just think it came from internally. I think it came from me just being a perfectionist and wanting to achieve so much in my life that I almost thought I had to get it all figured out at once, but slowly coming to realize that it's actually okay not to have it figured out at once because 
as humans, like I said, we, we do need to make mistakes and we do need to have those failures and we do need to have those moments where um, things aren't going right. Like the moment I had in Cardiff where I was in such a crap place in my life and actually how I came out of that has made me stronger and I'm still not 100%. There's not going to be a time, I think, where anybody in life can say, I am perfect. This is 100% of me. I don't think in life that's possible. But if you take the steps to try and work on you and do the things that make you happy and ultimately put those things first and put you first. I am such a carer for others. I always want to help others and do things for other people. That sometimes, and I've done it, I did it in Cardiff before I moved, I was thinking about others before myself. Well, if I go into work and I be on time and I do this for someone else, my boss will be happy or my colleague will be happy. And if I go home and treat my mum or my dad or do these things that make people happy, then I'm, then I'm happy. But what I forgot to figure out was what makes me happy. What makes me wake up in the morning and have a smile on my face? And I have that now because I've made that move. I've made the move here. I'm doing everything I love, but that's taken a journey. That's taken failure and it's taken mistakes. And I'm still not there, but I'm so much closer than I was before. So much closer. Man, it's just, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, boy, of course, after going through so many things in my life and having a discussion with one of my best friends this morning on my, of course, English language podcast. And us going all the way back and seeing what we had to overcome. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. seeing what he had to overcome. He lived in a foster home. His sister died from leukemia. This happened. That happened. And to see him come out on top with two brilliant children. One, <laughs> uh, probably on genius level. We're not sure yet, but we're going to find out pretty soon. <laughs> um, and, and just seeing, you know... It's so amazing how we could just put everything full circle and just look back and say, okay, when you were in Cardiff, you had to overcome this. You had to overcome so many. I mean, it's just such a journey. And that's what a lot of people I think are missing out on is that all of this is part of the process. There's no way, even if we get to the goal right now, it's not more important than the entire process of what you become that entire way yeah absolutely and I mean yeah. um Lisa I know you do oh you have like a is it like a personal development war or something yeah 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 <laughs> yeah so so yeah uh, so from from that what like is there a single thing that you do that you think stands out the most or a certain strategy or something that you think stands out the most that's helped you the most um I think, well, to be honest with you, I've tried a lot of ways. So I, I first thought maybe like phone notes would help and I would just write down what type, I guess, um, phone notes in that would help me kind of feel empowered. So I downloaded like a gratitude app and a personal development app and like it didn't work really because I wasn't writing things that came from me. I wasn't writing things that I believed in because they were put in front of me, if that makes sense those quotes were put in front of me, the words and um, my gratitude. Like I'm always grateful for everything, but I was never writing it out. Um, so I think I tried and tested a few different things. I've, I've done the whole notepad thing where you write it out. Um, and then the other day, um, I just thought, I'm just going to write it all on my wall. And I don't know what came over me, but I just thought I'm going to have a gratitude and goal wall and I'm going to have a personal development wall. And I'm going to have my wall for just like my weekly plans and to-do list. And 
something about writing those out. So I spend every Sunday writing out my week for the next week. And that will include things like what I need to do on certain days. So I prep my food on certain days and then I'll go gym on certain days and then I'll write my plans down that I've got with friends or colleagues or whatever I'm doing outside of my working life. Um, But the one thing I love writing about the most is the personal development because every single morning I have the same routine. Like I'll get up, I'll have a hot drink and I'll listen to 30 minutes of motivation. And I started, um, I started with just researching who I could look at. So I found um, Tony Robbins, um, Eric Thomas, um, Gary V. I love that man. Okay. Eric Thomas is honestly, he is the reason that I got into personal development. I I just heard this hip hop preacher and I was like, who is who is this guy? I was like, who's hip hop preacher? And then I started watching his stuff and I was like, oh my God, he is really like into this. This is crazy. And um yeah, I just I just I listened to him daily, daily. When I was in Manchester, I listened to him daily. And I, my partner at the time was like, who is this crazy guy you're listening to? We're like, what's wrong with him? He's he's so hyped all the time. And I was like, it's Eric Thomas. I don't understand. <laughs> I literally loved him. Loved him. So he was like a massive, a massive thing for me. So I did that every morning. And then, and then I started listening to um, Oprah, Super Soul Conversations. And... That became my routine. So every morning on the way to work, instead of just like looking at the traffic or my social media, I would 30 minutes of a super soul conversation. And I learned so much. I've been doing this for about two and a half months now. And I just thought, oh my God, you think you have it bad, Lisa, like listen to these people or what they've overcome. And you get to hear from people who you think are like the top of their game, like big celebrities, like Dwayne Johnson and like think of what he's gone through. And you get to hear like, people who are out there and in the public eye and how they struggled and you just think okay so I actually am like everybody else and everybody has these struggles and just because he's getting all these huge movies doesn't mean that his journey up until that point was easy so I started to kind of relate to humans I guess we're all we're all humans we all are the same you know we're different in our own way but we're humans and I think I forgot that I was trying to chase my own journey and my and my own thing and and I kind of forgot that I can relate to these human beings and obviously I love Tony Robbins like he was him and Eric Thomas like every single day I listen to at least one of those guys and whether it's just a YouTube clip or um just anything I'll go and find a quote online I didn't even know anything and it was about three months ago I started writing my own quotes and I think for me that's been my one thing that has kind of drove me and I don't know where they've come from um I used to write monologues um at my house back at home I used to always write these stories and monologues and I still do but they've kind of gone now into quotes and these quotes are just from the heart you know they're from and I think if I didn't have my routines and the things that I do because every single day I write my goals down I write five goals that I want to achieve the week the month and the year and I'll write them down every single day. Now, some days they'll be the same. Some days they'll be different. And then I'll write five gratitude. So five things I've woken up and I'm grateful for. Before I even go downstairs to get my hot drink, I wake up, open my eyes, turn my light on, and I write on my wall. And it's made such a huge difference because I think we forget sometimes when life hits you that you are grateful for little things like breathing fresh air, not having a war, not having... um 
dirty water, having a roof over your head, little little things that like we forget, having health, happiness, um, having a cupboard full of food. It's just little things that we forget. And when we actually, we come to terms with, I am actually really lucky and grateful for my life. And yes, okay, there are, there's things that are going to go wrong and there's times that I'm going to want more for my life and that's okay, but I'm so grateful for the now. And it's made such a huge difference in my life, just writing down what I'm grateful for, writing down my goals. And those goals, I have I think there's not been one week where I haven't achieved my weekly goals. And I don't set stupid weekly goals. I'll just set small weekly goals, you know, things that I want to achieve. Like this week, I want to have the confidence to go live on Instagram and share something about personal development. Or I want to go for a 40 minute walk and just free my mind. They're just small goals that are going to help me, but they're things that I want to do. And that those walls, and it, it sounds crazy, but seeing things when you wake up can positively affect your mind. Yes. And if all you see in the morning is just rubbish and negativity, then your day is going to be negative. Everyone says when I come into work, why are you so happy? Like, it's 7 a.m. or it's 8 a.m. Like, what is going on? But the morning's And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. The morning's great. <laughs> Honestly, I just, I just, I'm at a place right now where I just love life. I honestly do. And I think if I didn't have personal development and I, I didn't work on myself, which again is an ongoing journey and I'm always going to do it. I don't think I'd be the same person because I would just be sailing through life just like, oh, I'll take this on and I'll do this and yeah, I'll do that. But I I actually have structure and I have discipline, um, which is one thing I never had. I would always say yes to going out or yes to the coffee or yes to this and yes to that. And actually, I started saying no. What what do I want to do? What's my priorities? And, And that means I can still go out and have fun and enjoy myself, of course. But I'm here for a reason. I'm here to pursue acting. I'm here to make a difference. Um, I'm here to help people with the business that I'm doing. I'm here to do these things. So where's my time going to be? Where's my effort going to be? And that those walls and those writing things out and those goals have helped me kind of do that and helped me create a structure and a daily routine for myself that I'm actually content and happy with now. I'm not sure if I answered your question, Luke, but I went off on one. <laughs> no worries. Um, so yeah, just bring Arsenio in here. So Arsenio, what's your um, like thoughts, I suppose, on that and um, like your routine? Yeah, because I was just I, I was was gonna touch up on what, of course, Eric Thomas and whatnot, and the passion, and then how you are so happy like me every morning. And first and foremost, Eric Thomas, he said, where did I get my passion from? Well, I had to eat out of trash cans. Trash cans, yeah. At the age of 16. (laughs) No mother, no father. He had to sleep in a bed. And people at school would make fun of him because he stunk. You know what Uh I mean? That's that passion. So when people ask me, oh, why are you so happy in the morning? I get another day to live and inspire. I'm doing what I love to do. I get to be around people. I get to be around these trainers at 645, sweating my ass off in this this class that's pushing me to my physical limits. And then after that, I get a delicious breakfast and then I go help someone achieve their goal. I mean, how, I mean, what, what? I'm not taking any of that for granted. I'm extremely, you know, um, you know, grateful that I get that opportunity every day and no one can ever take that from me. So, so, some people, they just ask the wrong questions. 
But at the same time, they need to ask the right questions. It's like, how can I be just as happy as you are? What is it that you're doing every morning? And it's that routine. You get up in the morning, just as what you do, you have your wall. I get up, I listen to affirmations. Sometimes I go into that meditation. And then what I do, that first thing when I get up, of course, I drink a tall glass of water and I give life to my plants on my balcony. So I'm giving them water so they can grow. So without, of course, I give myself water and then I give something else water so it can continue to grow and put a big smile on my face every time I come home at night. So it's all part of that process and it always, you know what I mean? So coming up with that routine is very, very important. So what is it What is it that some people, you know, that still haven't come up with a routine or whatnot uh, in the morning? Let's, of course, just focus on the morning. Um, what are some things that you did in the beginning or whatnot? Or Luke, yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, so I was just going to ask a similar question in terms of why do you think people don't actually, I suppose, actively do personal development? Is it like they get too caught up in kind of the nine to five or, you know, like their life? And so they don't think you know like this exists does that make sense yeah I think people just forget about themselves um massively I, I've still got family and friends who do it now they just forget about themselves and then they wait for a point where they break down or they want to leave their job and then they think well why, why do I feel this way it's like well what have you been doing for yourself for the last year have you been working on yourself have you been reading have you been developing your mind have you been putting yourself first and if you haven't then that's the reason you need to start on you in the morning you're the only person who's going to get you through that day you know yes you could be in a job and people could motivate you but you have to get your butt out of bed in the morning and if you haven't got a reason to go and do that then you need to find a reason and it doesn't have to be your job okay some people just do a job because they have to pay the bills I I would hate to be in that situation which I was in but some people do it and that's okay but then what do you do outside of work? We forget sometimes that we have got so many hours. There's 24 hours in a day. And people just think, well, I go to work and that's nine hours and I travel and it's one hour here and there. Well, that's 11 hours. You've still got so many more hours of your day. What are you doing for you? What are you doing to light your soul? What are you doing to ignite the fire within you? What are you actually doing? And I say this to people so many times. They're like, how do you do so much? You must be, you must be doing so much. And how do you figure it all out? And I'm like, well because I love what I do and because I take time for myself. And if I didn't take time for myself, then yes, I would be going absolutely crazy. But I take time for myself and people just forget that they do have shit every single day. You go to work and you probably take rubbish off your boss. You work with a colleague and they just make you feel uncomfortable or you go into work and someone's just making you feel like you are worthless. I speak to people daily that feel this way. And then they go home and they sleep and then they don't deal with that problem. They don't deal with the issue that that day has given them. So they live with that. They bottle that in. They bottle it up and up and up and daily until they come to a point where they just think, oh, my God, I'm really not OK. Well, yeah, you're not OK because you haven't had time for yourself. You haven't worked on you. The first thing people should do in the morning is, you know, I know everyone's into personal development and some people think it's a big hoo-ha but it's so important. My personal development doesn't need to be doing what I do or, or what everyone else does and spending hours each morning. It doesn't have to be that. You can start little. You can start with, let's just have five minutes of meditation in the morning just to calm my mind down. Let me write down something. Some people like to write. Let me write down how I feel today. Let me write down my moves. I, 
I spent three pound fifty on a diary from Wilkinson. I don't even you don't have that in Thailand. I know um, <laughs> three pound fifty, okay. And it's called a Stay Happy Planner, and it's got five to six different things. You've got mood, happiness, sleep pattern, mindfulness, lifestyle, and every single day I just write out something in there, and that's such a small step, you know, just to write out today I feel crap because or today I feel like every single morning if I look back now um I've got a morning feeling great positive happy why because I listened to motivation because I found a quote that made me happy or because somebody messaged me and told me that I've uplifted them today with something I've said on Instagram or something I've said on Facebook and I can look back on that stuff when stuff gets crap or I feel like what am I here to do and I can look back and think Oh, actually, yeah, I am making a difference in my life and others. And that that's £3.50, like a small investment. And I write in it, it takes no more than five minutes of my day. People think it's this huge, like, task. It's not. It's not a huge task. Just get a notepad for, like, 99p. You don't even need to spend 350 Or just get a piece of paper and just write things out. You don't realise the difference between putting pen to paper and actually writing things out. How do you feel? What will make you happy? Go and do it. Work on you. It's so, so important or you'll just lose your mind. And I honestly believe you will. If you don't work on yourself, you'll just lose your mind. Yeah, I love that. Um, just kind of going back to Eric Thomas quickly. Have you listened to his podcast yet? Have I? Yeah. No, I haven't. Has he got a podcast? Yes. It, it, it's called... You... Split- what is it? Success something, right? Secret Luke? to success. You've got to listen to that. That's awesome. Oh, wait. I did go on Eric Thomas's podcast, but I wasn't sure if it was just his like motivational videos just on a loop because I did think it was kind of like that. Let me see. I probably do have it. No. So, so I think it's with two other, I'm not sure if they're part of his team Ooh. or like part of his like inner circle, I think. Um, and yeah. And they just, and they just um, chat about, kind of motivation and yeah everything really it's an awesome podcast um okay now i'm definitely going to get on that 100 percent every thursday i think it is so yeah i just had to throw that in there <laughs> yeah thank you yeah i love exactly. it see this is what yeah. we do we share and we develop right. i wouldn't have even I, known I mean, that <laughs> honestly um what is this something that i'm listening to right now on a daily basis for almost like an hour uh rich dad poor dad i came across that about three weeks ago and Ooh, okay, there's yeah. so much unbelievable information in that. And now my student and I, of course, I do like English training with him. But we were talking about, okay, this is what you need to do. You need to invest small, buy this for this a lot, hold it for a little bit, resell it. You'll get this and then you buy this. And so I'm understanding how I can create assets and whatnot. So I'm doing so many different things. You know what I mean? But Rich Dad Poor Dad is another – I, I didn't – you know what? I've heard of it for such a long time. I'm like, who's this Robert Kiyosaki guy? And then, <laughs> yeah, same. And then of course, you can find the audio easily on YouTube. And uh, I listened to it at like a 1.25 speed. And I'm like, oh, my God, man. Just golden nuggets. He wrote that like 20 years ago. And it just still, oh, boy. So, yeah, it's all about working on yourself. How can I become, How can I create more assets? How can I become better? You know, Ryan Hartley, who we brought on here, Luke, uh, he has a podcast called Always Better Than Yesterday. So if you're not getting better and you're not th- and you're the same person you were a year ago, you're literally decaying and you're deteriorating. You're not growing. You're dying. That's what Les Brown says. You know what I mean? So, 
Yeah. Oh, oh he's yeah. another one that I absolutely <laughs> yeah. adore. He adore. helped me so much. Oh my God. He doesn't know he helped me, but he helped me. <laughs> I think I like as soon as he just starts speaking, I just end up crying. I don't know what it is about his voice. He just makes me feel something deep in my soul. I don't know what it is, but he's just he's just got the power to just touch you and but make you laugh at the same time. Like I don't know how I go from just so like, oh my god, I feel that to I'm laughing hysterically because of what he says. It's just he's got the he's just got a power here. <laughs> oh man. So there it is. So okay, uh I know Luke normally asks uh, a very a very touchy question at the end. I like that. So Luke, what, what's that question again? <laughs> he always has it. He's, yeah, so, that's, yeah. That's, so I, I usually ask what uh, um some like final uh f- so three final a- actionable steps our listeners can take away. But actually, before we kind of dive into that, I kind of want to um quickly touch on like what's next for you, Lisa. Um, so I know you do like affiliate marketing and obviously actress and and uh, and some other stuff. But um, but what's next for you? And then yeah, if you share your free top tips um, to help um, our listeners take action on kind of what we've discussed in this episode. Um, Yeah. Um, Next steps for me um, in terms of my career is just keep working my ass off, keep working hard and putting myself in more situations where I can meet more people and develop myself as an actress, develop myself as a human Um, so my next step is to just put myself in those situations and be more, um, I'm, I'm very open anyway, but be more open to smaller opportunities because I think um, a lot of the time when you're, when you want to be a big time actress, you just focus on the big things. Like, oh, there's huge auditions coming up. I'll just go to that and that'll be great. But focusing on the small projects, because when you can build with somebody, when you can build with a small company or a small production company or a film company or even a small director where could that lead so I think what I've started to do now and next steps for me is to start really focusing on working with people who are rising like I am um so we can rise each other up and and do that um and in terms of my personal development just just keep going just next steps are to just keep going and keep this routine and keep being happy keep fulfilling my soul and keep doing things that that make me internally grateful and happy um, and focus on me more because that is something that I've been doing, but not as much as I thought I was. So biggest takeaway and thing that I will move forward with is that I am very important in my life, hugely important. I am the reason I'm here. I'm, I'm living like my steps, my actions are from me. Um, I'm, I'm in control of them. So I need to work on my inner core and and continue to do that um so that's that oh three three top tips um or just one if you just have one you know just something actionable that um yeah. can go away and take action because i think sometimes it's very easy just to listen to things and watch things and that um not take action on it so you know if it's just one thing then just one thing but something our listeners can okay i've got yeah i've got a few things we'll see what comes out um <laughs> <It> <laughs> The first thing, and I will say this is important, even if you know where you're going in your life, get a plain piece of paper, get a notepad or whatever, get a pen and get the old brainstorming going. Write out me in the middle with a big speech bubble around it or a big circle and start writing what makes you happy and what you want to do with your life. And it may seem a bit 
strange for people who feel like they've got it all figured out. But I still do this. I still get a piece of paper and I brainstorm and I think, I write me in the middle and I think that's a good step for someone to take who doesn't really know where they want to go in their life. Write out what makes you happy and what you're doing currently and and get get a list together of things that make you happy and things that don't make you happy because that's really important as well. Things that don't make you happy, sometimes people who don't make you happy. Um, so that's the first action I would take in terms of trying to find what you want. Number two, and this is to do with more personal development and kind of working on yourself is start listening and reading more to people who you want to be more like or you are you are inspired by um you could be inspired by a pop star you could be inspired by a writer you could be inspired by anybody in this world but go out of the way to actually listen to those people or read those books and fill your mind with with golden nuggets you know with things that could actually help you develop um and i guess number 3 is enjoy your life and do things that actually make you happy outside of work, outside of personal development. Um, I I go on walks a lot and I just listen to meditation or I listen to calming music because I love my own space. And I think that is so important to take away that we need to find peace within ourselves and we need to find the time and the space to do what we love to do. And outside of work and outside of anything that we do and outside of our hobbies, um, who are we spending our time with? You know, who are we, who are we actually putting that effort into? Um, is it the wrong people? Are the people that you're surrounding yourself with good for you or bad for you? And go out there and meet new people and, and do things that make you happy. Um, I don't know if they're three good points at all, but they're three things that have helped me um, develop myself into who I am now and who I want to be. And I continue to do those three things. So I hope that they can help some people um, along their journey. And thank you guys so much because it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Yeah, it's been awesome. It's been awesome. Um, Yeah, I've still got like so many other questions, but we're going to have to definitely bring you back on. Yeah, I'm going to write that in right now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely bring you back on. And kind of um, like see how your journey progresses as well just quickly though um so are you going to be like focusing on like more of your like your digital entrepreneurial ventures or act or being or becoming an actress and that or or like balancing both balancing both i think because obviously the the affiliate marketing stuff i do i i mainly promote this from my instagram because it's for instagram growth that i do so i i've always loved helping people but i think i found with my previous network marketing thing it was very very much based around product selling and getting sales in and it just wasn't for me so my focus when I started with this company in October was to just brand myself and they support that massively they just want you to be yourself and be authentic to you and I think that that going forward um this is what I'm taking I can promote on my Instagram anything I love acting fitness food um nature walks relaxing personal development, motivation, all those things, I can post about that and the company will be able to help me get that in front of the right people. So yeah, I'm absolutely always pushing that, but it's digitally, it's not like, I feel like acting is both business, digital, in person. um, And then this business is literally just online. So it's just online presence. And 
I feel if I live my life the way I should and do the things that I love, that that's naturally going to work out and that's naturally going to flow. And I'm going to naturally get more people interested in what I do because I'm being authentic and real. So when I push my acting and push my fitness and push everything I love, then that digital entrepreneur life will come with it, if that makes sense. Perfect sense. And so on that <laughs> note then, uh, where can people find you if they do want to know more about um, what you do um, yeah, and, and learn more about uh, the things that you, you've got going on? So your Instagram, Instagram's the best place, Facebook? Yeah, in, probably Instagram. Um, I post mainly on Instagram quite a lot. I have Facebook and I have LinkedIn, okay. but Instagram, so it's at Lisa Michelle Pugh X. And that's where I post. To be honest, Instagram is kind of like my personal blog. <laughs> I, I post everything about my life on there, everything I love. So, um, and my website is linked in there. So all the information, everything I do is linked in my Instagram bio. So all people need to do is just go straight on my Instagram. There's a, there's a link underneath my bio and all the information's on there. It's just, it, all it is is a business um, card, like an online business card. And it breaks down everything that I do. So people can just have a look. Um, I do have LinkedIn and Facebook, but I would say the most of my posting and the best way to get in contact with me would, would be through my Instagram. Awesome. Um, awesome. So if yeah, if you can send me a picture and um, the links, and then I will put it in the description. So guys, if you do want to learn more Amazing. about what Lisa does, then definitely check out the description. All the details will be in there. But Lisa, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll be bringing you back on to probably speak about some digital marketing, probably towards yeah. the end of the, yeah, midsummer, something like that. So probably around yeah. July or so. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, guys, so much. No and guys, um, if you like this episode, then definitely uh, rate it and obviously subscribe. And if you know someone who needs to hear Lisa's message today, then share this episode with them. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who uh, may maybe can relate to Lisa's um, journey and story and um, can take a, li a little bit of inspiration and motivation from it to move themselves from where they are to where they want to be. But uh, Lisa, thank you again. And guys, uh, next episode will be next friday so we will uh, talk to you then did you find this episode helpful if you did please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe new episodes of the motivational mentors podcast are available every friday